Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. Our story begins in the green room at the DC Improv. I have been in plenty of green rooms, but there was something particularly special about this green room. It's actually green, and not a cute green either. This is the type of green that you would use to paint someone to look like an angry Bruce Banner. If paint could play sports, this was the last green picked in a middle school game of kickball between Sherman Williams and Bear. In short, this was loser green. The smell of warm, half-eaten wings permeates the room as the sound of laughter from the opening acts is heard right outside the door. The room is kind of tight, not much bigger than a freshman dorm room. Two couches face each other, allowing for someone to have an awkward staring contest. Suddenly, the door opens. In comes this guy in all white and a do-rag. He has a backpack slung across his shoulder. And thus begins our night with Brandon. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Madcap. Brandon Jackson is an actor and comedian. He's been doing stand-up since 17. Arguably, his breakout role on the big screen was when he played Al Pacino in Tropic Thunder. Here's a clip. Lance. No, I said Nance. That's what I said, Nance. It sounded like Lance. Look, I'm Al Pacino, okay? I love the pussy, right? Lay your ass back down and look at the stars. He's also starred in Roll Bounce, Lottery Ticket, and Percy Jackson. These days, Brandon is busy performing on his Fresh and Funny tour and starring in a new reality TV show, Living with Funny, a show that follows the personal lives of comedians. Here's our conversation with Brandon. Our goal within the next 15 to 20 minutes is really get to learn one another, okay? okay. So basically, uh, before the listeners could hear anything, you talked about giving somebody, sh- giving somebody a chance. For our listeners, who, who are people that have given you a chance when you really needed it? Um, people give me a chance when I really need it. I mean, you know, everything... I feel it's not. I feel like giving people a chance, and from my my life is different from most people's. When I come, what I mean by that is, I I did three minutes at the Laugh Factory, and uh, I I could say, uh, you know, I could say Chris Spencer. Chris Spencer was one of the people, if, if you know, who gave me what I mean by a chance, gave me an opportunity to get on a stage at a time where where you know it was it's called First Impressions. I don't even know. It was at Chocolate Sundays and. I think he was the one. If I never got on that stage, it wouldn't have led to all the other stuff. So, what what year was this? This was two thousand and four. I think, yeah, two thousand four. And and uh, what was what was the level of confidence walking onto the stage? I knew it had to be funny. You know what I'm saying? You got to be funny. That's it. There's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it. You just got to be funny. Who are who are some uh? some people of inspiration for you i guess p- funny people of inspiration that you've kind of looked towards or like who's some individual you watch you like you know what i think i could do this um stand up wise uh stand up wise i love i love i mean you can't be a comic if you don't say you love richard pryor i have a theory <laughs> would you like to hear it if yeah. you buy a dollar and fifty cents worth of cocaine from any cocaine dealer in America, he gonna tell on your ass. Pryor, Chappelle, all these people that are kind of the people that's just uh, just kind of you know made it away made a way for us. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Pryor stand-up? <sighs> all of them, man. I know that sounds corny, but all of them. 
Um, remember the one he did his first first one, Live Up in Smoke? That was, I love that one. That was really good. Yeah, Pryor's, Pryor's amazing. Pryor's one of those guys who just, you you know, you, you it's almost a speechless situation when you um when you talk about Pryor because it's like he was so vulnerable and putting himself in the situations that people can understand. So, can you? T- I mean, uh, how long did it take you? You talk about vulnerability and stuff like that. How long did it take for you to become at a place where you were really comfortable? It's about talking about the most personal things that were going on in your life. When I found out. Um, when I found out, when I found myself, you know, comedy is about finding yourself, what your true opinion of on the world is, and your true essence of what you will and won't do. You know what I'm saying? So once you know what you will and won't do, you can make fun of everything else. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. You know, your line of who you are as a person, your character. So. So, all right, so you talked about the essence of writing. Now, like, what's your writing process like? Like, how do you, how have you become a wordsmith on stage, like how you do it? I don't write my jokes. You know, I, I, I experience life and 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 I that my jokes come to me sometimes on stage for the first time. You know, I'm, I, I don't really write that much. I used to write, but these days I don't write that much. I just experience and then talk about it like a dude off that. And I think people appreciate that rawness of being a human. You know what I mean? The human experience. How did we learn from the lesson of human experience through comedy, you know? All right, so uh so you're you're from Detroit, right? Yeah. All right, so if you were if you were head of tourism for your neighborhood in Detroit, how would you attract people to come to your neighborhood in Detroit? Head of hilarious. I would say there's good people here. No matter what the media says, there's good people here. You know what I mean? There's community, there's values that most of the the country doesn't have right now. You know, it was like Christ. It's like, what good can come from Nazareth? You know what I mean? Nazareth was the Detroit of Jerusalem, you know, <laughs> of Israel. You know what I mean? So it's like Detroit is like one of those situations. It's like, what good can come from Detroit? You know what I mean? A lot. Pressure makes diamonds. You know what I mean? And you have a pressure of, of a society that is, you know, first of all, that's that's literally Detroit. How you go bankrupt? It's a city that went bankrupt. You know, people can laugh at it, but it's something wrong with whoever's in power that allowed that city to happen, allowed that thing to happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what good can come from Detroit? A fresh and funny tour, Brandon T. Jackson. Do you do you miss Detroit? Yes, very much so. What 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 are some other elements about it you miss? That as soon as you arrive back, you're like, damn. The value of the the values taught from our parents in Detroit, even Motown and the moral value. They sung about love and. That's where Motown came from. It was a lot of substance in Motown. All right, so uh, Motown is still there. Label was just a reflection of that spirit of the city. So that spirit of that city is still still there. What are some? Uh, we put a lot of music in this. So what are some? What, what are some of your favorite Motown songs? Uh, everything uh, Smoke Robinson wrote was amazing. Robinson is a very, that dude's an angel. He, he ain't from here. I'm serious. He doesn't still live there, does he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I gotta check. I, I gotta see. I gotta research that. Okay, sorry. So in high school, who sat at your lunch table and where are they now? People who sat my lunch table are now um, probably, uh, I don't know, some are probably lawyers, some are uh, 
some are doctors, some are uh, some are not here anymore. You know, life life is 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 a series of events and decisions that you, know, you got to make. You know, to get to where you got to go. And I just feel like, you know, some people make sometimes the wrong decisions. So, and 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 it's weird. You look at your lunch table. It's like to emerge out of. It's like almost like every every phase of our lives is a filtering system of you know of, of people. And you know, I just feel like um, everybody that that I grew up with back in the day, because I grew up in the hood in the suburbs. My community was church. The hood, outside Detroit, like Detroit, like the city, and the suburbs. Um, so I read somewhere every so uh, read somewhere that every great artist secretly performs for an audience of one. Now, not everybody agrees with this, but like uh, as you as your uh, career evolves and stuff like that, who's the one person that you're constantly trying to to impress? My father in heaven. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, that's the only person I look to impress. Do you have a daily dialogue with your father in heaven? Uh, everyone should. Maybe the world be a little different. You in church every Sunday? No, I don't go to church on Sunday. When do you go to church? You just Saturday. Why? Because it the, says keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember Sabbath day, keep it holy. It's Saturday. I mean, you're more religious than me. You teaching me something? I'm not religious at all. I, I hate religion. I hate religion. Religion's whack. You know, I have nothing but a relationship. You see what I'm saying? I don't believe in religion. Religion separates man from who they really are. Relationship allows you to know who you really are. You grew up in the church, though, right? Yeah, we always worship on Saturdays. All right, so I want to know. So I want to know about the worst show that you've ever had. Worst show I ever had was South Carolina. The lady told me that she was really she was really racist. Actually, um, um, she she told me what she say. She said I need to be like. She said James Evans is somebody from Good Times. And she told me, um, no M word is gonna ever perform here on the stage. And not listen to me, so, so I, I got upset and threw a tantrum in the back, and I um, had a Kanye moment, which would never happen again. Had a Kanye moment, and it just went off and like her. I, this is not 1972. This is 2000 and what, what 13 at the time. You know, don't you can't talk to a person who didn't grow up in so much racism that there's race. In other words, there's there's a, a twit tear. It's people that want to be together, and it's people that want to be still racist. And when you deal with that, my generation didn't want to be racist. But it's programmed for us to be racist. So that's what the great thing about comedy. I get everybody that comes to my show because I'm not a racist. I'm a pro-life person. I love everybody. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why growing up in a suburb and a and a growing up in a hood, I was able to have both cultures and 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 coexist in a society of love. You know what I mean? So what have you what have you learned from the stage? What have you learned about people from the stage? That, that people want to they want to hear real stuff. They want to hear real things. You know, I think people are tired of the machine so much. Even though as much as we're on it, people want to hear real stuff. You know, human experiences. That's funny. You know what I mean? Like everything don't have to be just about light subjects. Let's 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 get in a little in depth. I'm not saying we gotta go crazy and deep and go whatever, but let's 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 hurt sometimes. Let's laugh at our hurts. Let's laugh at our mistakes. Let's see where we at in a society. Let's talk. That's what Pryor did. He talked about society. You know, somebody has to say it. Is it possible to go too far on stage? What's going too far? I'm asking. Is there such a thing? I mean, 
what? I mean, in terms in terms of like in terms of topics or something you talk about, is let's not be afraid to hurt. Let's not be afraid to do these things. Is it? Is there a being, being unrelatable is is not effective in general? If you're unrelatable, people are gonna be like, what is he talking about? But being relatable to human experiences allows you to 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 make fun of it and and know people that you people know you're not just some dude on the TV set. You know, people want to see real right now. They they do. They need it. It's too much fakeness out here, so they want to see something real. You know, a lot of fakeness. It's it's annoying, but on a lighter note, it's great to have people enjoy meat and potatoes and real vegetables and things and and also things that make you leave things in leaving a show going. You know what? I feel good. You know, not having that energy of being drunk outside of a club, not knowing what's going on, and being inebriated. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So if I haven't been there, I can't talk about it. So I could talk about it because I've been there. I'm not looking to please people at this point of the game. I'm looking to just to do what I got to do for this earth and keep going. So like uh, you talked about like the five year, like basically like a five year process of, of, of really just kind of building yourself to where it is now. I want to know during the low moments, I want to know. For the curse, like the lawgiver is always going to be on our feet. With your baby, with your, with your baby mama, with the police, you go here, you go there. It was it was a, it was a horrible situation, but I wasn't in the laws. You when you're in the laws, they can't touch you. When you're outside of the law, they can touch you. That's that easy. This is, I was watching the news the other day. Some some um, African American guy killed this uh, woman. I'm like, if if they say what he did was true, that's not dealing in the laws. You see what I'm saying? Our our leaders before us, Martin Luther King, you know, um, you know, people. It's like. I want to say it's like it's like how do you deal in in other words how do you deal in in a situation as a per, as, as an individual how do you stay in the laws of what what you know is true and what I mean by that is is if you don't stay in the laws of of yourself and what you know is true you are subject to be outside an outsider you know what I'm saying? You're subject to be an outsider. In other words, you're you're you're. They can put you in a jail because you broke a law. So you can't blame it on a system if the law was put there for us not to do. We blame it on the system. It's the man, man, man. Now I'm not saying it ain't nothing wrong with that, but some yeah, some things we don't do. Some things is, we're totally innocent. But what else is going on in your life that's not inside of the law? And I'm not just talking about the law of man. You see what I'm saying? So for me, it's like the low point, I wasn't in the law. I was in trouble. I was smashing chicks. I was doing this. I was doing all that. I was a hoe. I was, you know, my, all this stuff. I'm a product of, of something that, you know, that was through the fire. But we're going to come out shining like gold. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got to go through fire. So you can come out shining like gold. That's why these shows are selling out. That's why people are loving my comedy. That's why the Fresh and Funny Tour is one of the hottest tours on out here. Because people want to hear real stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's nothing deep. It's like, yo, I, I love, let's allow them laughs out there. Even, my, even the openers are killing it. It's the energy behind us. It has nothing to do with anything else. It has, it's all, has all to do, this is spiritual, bro. It's spiritual. I love it. This is great. I'm, I'm sitting back and watching the show. That was Brandon Jackson. You can catch him on Living With Funny, a reality TV show about the lives of comedians later this year. 
or on his Fresh and Funny tour. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon T. Jackson. We would like to thank Brandon for taking the time to speak with us. Special thanks to Mark Adkins, Doug Edley, and the DC Improv for letting us use their green room to do the interview. Since you left me up, you see me with another girl. See